Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello there, welcome to the Analyst Inside Cricket after the third day at Lords. I'm sorry we weren't here for the first two days, but there wasn't much cricket. And we're back now anyway, and there's lots to talk about after the well, one and a half innings we've had so far, 107 all out India, and England today, 357 for six with a maiden century for Chris Wokes, 120 maiden test 100, and generally just a, a very lively day's cricket. I was actually sat for some of it over the, in the grandstand, and it's, you know, it felt like a, watching a tennis match, because the bowlers were running into ball, because you're side on to the to the to the pitch and the bowlers are running into bowl hurling it down and the batsman is sort of bashing it back and then the bowlers are picking it up and sort of you know threatening to shy the sumps down so it was almost like watching Nadal against Federer or something with the ball kind of going backwards and forwards over the net it was very exciting a bit more one-sided though than Nadal Perhaps. against Federer I mean England in a fantastic position well they weren't at 131 for they five, weren't though. but when you think of how much time has been lost in this game for England to be in the position they are in a way is, is remarkable and two days to go there's talk of bad weather around during the next couple of days mm. more specifically on the fourth day but I mean, England in such a strong position that they can actually allow more time to be lost to the weather and still go on to win the game especially against an India batting lineup that just looks so unconvincing and you called it at the start of the series I thought England had lots of problems as well and Edgbaston some of those were nearly exposed and England just got their noses in front at the end but here, really tough batting on that. What well, was effective the first day of the game, the first day of action we had was the second day of play. And they just looked so short of confidence again mm. when the ball does something. And then the ball's done a lot, both Edgbaston and here. Mm. I mean, England got lucky, really, with the toss, didn't they? I mean, it was like when the toss went up, when the coin went up, and Joe Root looked down and... Presumably, Virat Kohli looked down at the coin. Well, actually, the coin got sort of slightly right. lost, didn't it? But <laughs> in, if you... among the camera, among the, all the cameramen who were do, and women yeah. who were taking photographs of the toss. But, but I mean, whoever lost the toss was going to say, "Yeah, okay, I'll get them on then." 
because it was inevitable mm. that the, the team winning the toss was going to bowl first, and it was perfect conditions, which England, I have to say, exploited brilliantly. One thing I said, we've seen both uh, both grounds now is you know, we're in the middle of it, we were in the middle of this drought, but the groundsman at Edgbaston and here got so much water onto mm. the ground, it's, all, yeah. it's taken the drought out of it. We thought yes. that might be a factor. You know, that It's inevitable the ball's going to spin because the ground just can't keep the, the, the pitch sort of damp enough, or at least it's just going to be so dry mm. and it's going to help India's spinners, and that hasn't been the case. They've got so much water onto Secret both grounds. Of the uh, of the irrigation here mm. I discovered today, actually. I was walking around the outfield with Mick Hunt, who, of course, retires after this test match after 49 years here as a groundsman. Actually, he was here when I first played here. And uh, he said to me, I'll show you one of these irrigation uh, sprinkler valve things. But he couldn't find it because it's so well hidden. But they're all dotted around the outfield and they're marked by a little yellow dot. If you walk around tomorrow, you, you might see one or two. And he said they just pop up. They, it's all programmed. It's all computerised at sort of nine o'clock at night. So they know exactly they how up. much water is exactly. going on to the ground. It's incredibly controllable. Right. And they pop up these things and sprinkle it exactly over a certain area. It's all really calculated and worked out. And then they disappear back into the ground as almost as if they hadn't been there. And, of course, you know, two things happen. One is it just keeps the moisture in the square and the pitch itself just has a little bit of sort of moisture down below the base, even in the, the drought, drought we've had. And secondly, it keeps the the ball in a beautiful, pristine yeah. condition because it's such a lovely billiard table type outfield, which is perfect for England's bowlers. Yeah. Anderson and and Wokes here, Wokes I thought was I mean, superb with the bat today, but magnificent with the ball yesterday. It's a real threat in those conditions. Just on one point, I mean, do you do you think in, in a way those conditions not not unfair is the wrong word, but were just so loaded in favour of the bowling side that it was, it was almost impossible for the batting side yeah, on, on, I, well, on the second day I say or is that my, unfair you, know, you actually just need a better technique I don't think it's almost impossible I think it's hard and you know if you have a masterly bowler like Anderson in particular who can make the ball talk and land it on a sixpence then it does become very difficult and in a way it's almost as slanted or skewed towards the bowler as a lot of this one day cricket like the one I went yeah. to the Oval last week where 170 for naught sorry after 12 overs is skewed towards the batsman yeah, but batsmen are not really prepared to work as hard as they used to be. You know, even Kohli in that Indian innings was driving at balls that really were not there to drive and they were swinging away, tantalising, missing the edge. Yes, some great balls were bowled by England, which probably couldn't have been that easily played. Kohli himself was out to, to a very good ball from Wokes and one or two others. But, I mean... I do think batsmen just lack any kind of application, but that's the way they play now. So they've got to accept that if they get a situation like that pitch yesterday, they are going to get out. Because as long as the team fielding holds their catches... (laughs) <laughs> you're going to get 120 all out yeah. because batsmen are not prepared to stick it out well, in those conditions. I think you can drop three catches, but but still rolled in, you're out for a, 107. I mean, the other aspect as well is, is is about preparation and how much you're used to these batting bowling conditions as well. I mean, you think of the Indian batsmen in India, you, you just do not get that sort of movement. You can hit through the line. Yeah. Uh, there is not a ball coming down with your name on it very often no. unless you're batting on the fourth or fifth day. It actually made me, reminded me yesterday, as tough as it was for India's batsmen, reminded me what it's like for England's batsmen. In India? Yeah, on the, say on the fifth day when the yeah. ball is spinning like a top. I'm thinking yeah. of the match in Vishkapatnam, the last time England played in Vishkapatnam. There were huge cracks, some of the balls were keeping low. You know, mm. It just felt inevitable that however long you batted and toughed it out. I mean, I remember Cook and Hamid toughed it out for a long time, didn't score very quickly. 
just to know inevitably there's going to be a ball with your name on it sooner or later. And, that, and that's what it's like often, often on, on the fifth day. England batted OK in the first innings in India, but the pitches just gradually deteriorate and the, and the scoreboard pressure as well. And, and that's what it felt like, I thought, yesterday for India's batsmen. It was an inevitable that, you know, you could get in score a few runs, Ashwin did, but inevitable there was mm. going to be a ball that sooner or later come along and either take the outside edge or into the pad. And, and actually, I thought England's approach today was almost similar because... I went to look at the pitch this morning and the, the water actually got on the pitch yesterday. Yeah. One of those very sharp showers. The uh, advertising, the, the sort of uh, digital advertising boards down below us here uh, are on a rail and they have to be moved out of the way to allow the hover cover yeah. to get out there. And the rail was working a bit slow. I think there's some leaves on the line or something. So <laughs> the, the train to get the advertising hoardings out of the way was a bit slow. Therefore, the cover was a bit late getting out there. Water got on the pitch. It just just greased it yeah. up nicely for England to bowl on it. And it also has left a few little tiny dints on the pitch, like little tiny dents, which now are creating a little bit of uneven bounce and movement. So the ball has done a fair bit even for India actually but England just weren't prepared to settle to let the bowlers bowl they just got at them you know had Butler walking down the pitch to them and Bairstow batting out of his crease very aggressive Ollie Pope even he you know coming out of uh, a sort of Surrey one day side really because they played mostly one day cricket the last month had a sort of one day approach to it I thought he actually played nicely, although he looked like he was, you know, chasing balls outside the off stump. But that again, that's the way people play now. They're not prepared to leave the ball. They just, you know, if it's there, just about fourth or fifth stump outside off stump, they go at it. Yeah. I think that's one thing they feel about Pope, Pope at, at Surrey, and yeah. that's something they'll have to just correct probably mm. to make a. Well, I'm sure he will make a successful. Uh, test career a bit, but just that feeling that he, he just goes after that, yeah. that fifth stump ball a bit too much. But you'll grow out of that, otherwise, you, otherwise, you won't be playing. Well, I suppose. I don't know. You, I, you know, the thing is, I, I just you mean, the way you need the to be a bit more go- judicious. Well, though, a little bit, but uh, I just think the way the game is going, people don't care. Look at the way Johnny Bairstow bats. Right. You know, he, he that match at Edgbaston, the the first thing is there. He left two balls and scored a, a, a blistering half century there, and here he's he nearly got a hundred again. And again, he hardly left a ball. He's had a slash at lots of deliveries. Some of them have come off the middle. Some of them he's played and missed. The odd one he's edged. Finally, he was out. Exactly like that. So you don't think Pope needs to adjust? Well, I'm not saying he doesn't need to. I think he's probably a better player, actually, for being a little bit more selective. He just has... He's got so much balance and poise. And, you know, you mentioned him right at the start of the season as someone to watch out for. And I've been so impressed with him uh, ever since I've watched him, even for Surrey. And I think he's got so much potential ability that actually he probably can afford to leave those alone outside Ofstam. But who's to say he necessarily will? Yeah, Chris Wokes, well, he... It was a great moment for him because he, he is a very popular cricketer. He's a lovely man. I mean, we nickname him the nicest man in cricket. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's how he's, he's known in the Test Match Special Box. And mm. a great moment for him. You, you never know, do you? I mean, you, you, whether he's going to be in that position again, whether he's going to score another Test 100. You, you know, he would hope he'll go on to score another one. And I think the supporters will hope that as well. He's only 29. But you never know. So you don't want to waste that opportunity. Uh, he, he had the adrenaline coursing through his veins. And he had, in, in the 90s, big drives bit like Pope and, and Bairstay, you almost wanted to say to him, just settle down, Chris. Just, you know, just, you, singles will be okay. 
And uh, the, the shot he played to get to his 100... Well, it was a bit of a miscue. Well, it was a miscue through mid-on. It was in the air, but yeah. he got away with it. It was his day. He played magnificently. Really, I mean, well, not just the fact that he got to 100, but he got there in very good time as well, just over 120 balls, which yeah. is ex- excellent, yeah. striking. Even, mm. you know, even in the modern game, to score 100 as, as quick as that. And now he's on the honours board for, for bowling and batting. He's got a fantastic record and here. I think only seven... Yeah. Players, England players, seven players in all, yeah, have got honours honours ball for a hundred and five wickets, five wickets separately. Yeah. yeah, the likes of Ian Botham <coughs> and, uh, and Stokes, yeah. That's Ben Stokes. Who? Who's he? <laughs> ben Stokes. Ooh, we don't need him, do hold we? On, hold on, hold <coughs> on. Let's move on from that. There's a the court case still pending. We'll await the decision uh, next week. But Wokes has come in for Stokes, and he's, he's well, he's bowled superbly mm-hmm. and, and batted yeah. superbly as well. He's he's been almost Stokes like. Um, what about India from this position? Uh, do you think well, they've they got? Do you, do you think I think they've got gone? the team wrong. I think they've got oh, okay. the selection terribly wrong. Yeah. You know, how do you go into this test match? They didn't look at the pitch properly. Either that, or they just read the weather forecast over the last two weeks in London being so hot. They thought, oh, it's you know, it's a bit like playing in Nagpur or something. But you know, come in here and look at the pitch. There's plenty of moisture or greenness in it. Yeah. How they went in with Hardik Pandya as their third seamer, yeah. who hasn't played a first-class game, I don't think, for two years, apart from. A the odd test match. He's hardly played any Ranji Trophy cricket at all. He's not in a very. He's not a frontline bowler. He's a one-day bowler who can fill in. And they had him as their third seamer. So would you put a huge amount of pressure on Shami and 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 Ishant Sharma, and they just couldn't cope. So would you have played both the Yadavs? You'd have played the left-arm wrist spinner as well as Umesh Yadav. I wouldn't have left out Pandya. I would have left out Pandya, and I'm not sure I would have played uh, Hardy. I'm not sure I'd have paid Kuldeep Yadav either, actually. Right. I think I probably, you know, on balance, I probably would have kept Hardik Pandya and not played the, the, right. the spinner because it very rarely turns at Lords. I know we had that one test when Moen Ali took some wickets here. Well, 19 wickets in a day, ball spun like a top. Never seen it spin yeah. like this yeah. at, at no, Lords that, last it, year. That's right. But you know, it very rarely happens. And I just, it just looked like the, the sort of day, it was been overcast, it had been raining all day the day before pitch under the covers, you pick two spinners and you've got a third seamer who's a part-timer. I thought they got that really badly wrong. OK, so team selection wrong. Do you think India are done already? I mean, it's, it's a big call. Well, you know. at Trent Bridge next, where Anderson averages 18 with yeah. the ball, um, yes, I do. I, do, I don't know how they're going to... You know, Murali Vijay is looking to work the straight ball through mid-wicket in the first over... They've already dropped Shikhar Darwan. Uh, um, Kale Rahul is a good player, but hasn't had any experience in in England. Pujara hasn't got a run. A bit unlucky in the first innings, obviously getting run out. But actually, he looked as if he was shaping up yeah. okay. Kohli, obviously, you know, brilliant player, averaging seventy two in the series. But the rest of the batsmen have only just got more runs than Kohli on his own in four innings, in three innings. Yeah, and they have to escape from this match. With a draw, yes, but don't they? If, yes. I think if they go two 0 down here with three to play, it could be like previous, you know, recent previous series here in England, and they did win back in two thousand and seven under uh, Surav Ganguly. They, did, they actually had some some huge luck at Lords with the rain. They were nine down going into tea on the final day, and then it rained and wiped out the last session in that series. Anyway, that's that's history. But it, it has that feel about him. They sort of just collapsed in the end in the last series. The oval, they were. Destroyed in the, in the last game, and of course but the they problem go two is, down. Yeah, you can the, see they see it repeating. You can, and and the problem, of course, as well, is that they've got these two fast bowlers who have been working hard in this game. There's not much time off before another game, uh, so you need you need you're going to need to kind of share the load out of your fast bowling attack. They have got 
Umashiadad, who I know hasn't played this test, who he can come back in. But have they got real quality? Well, Jasper Rumor, yes, could come back he, in. We saw him out there on the, uh, on the square at lunchtime before the game. He was bowling. Um, yeah. he's, he's been injured. Yeah, he's, he's, he's an option, I suppose. He's a good, a good bowler on hard pitches, sort of... You know, abrasive type pitches. He'll reverse swing it. No one's going to be able to match Anderson. Of course, it's 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 also key for England that until say the third test, that Anderson and Broad can stay fit and be backed up by Wokes. So, you know, a lot of it is a, a little bit about whether the teams can can keep their fitness of their faster bowlers. But uh, to me, I mean, England India's batting just looks so so vulnerable. Yeah, it does. I mean, you you call it the start the. Of the series, I mean, England's batting has looked vulnerable at times as well. Looked vulnerable, as you it looked vulnerable here at Lords at the start. The thing is, would, would India's batsmen survive against their own bowlers? Probably. You know, they're just up against in Anderson and to a lesser extent Wokes and Broad. They're just masters of their art in these sorts of conditions. Yeah. And I wouldn't back England to survive too long against them either. Yeah. So, two days left. Uh, we've lost lots of time. We've lost 153 overs, but England are already in a winning position. We've only yeah. had, uh, what, what have we had, 117 overs. Blimey, yeah. That's uh, nothing, is it? I mean, even, with, even with more weather, England are in a winning position. I mean, Mick Hunt says that he reckons we'll get, th- at, at the most, three hours play on Sunday. The fourth day. The fourth day. And then, who knows, for Monday. But, I mean, England will only need four hours play, I reckon, to <laughs> clean up. Well, that, that, on the evidence of what we've seen so far, you wouldn't necessarily bet against what you just said. But if India can somehow be helped by the weather and do themselves some good as well and, and tough it out. But if there are some indentations made on, on the surface... And you've got overcast conditions and, overcast and dampness conditions. around. I mean, it's all played into England's hands, hasn't it? It, it, it has. And it's all happened very quickly uh, since last weekend. We're going into the last Mm. day, Edgbaston, Coley still there, India needing 84 to win with five wickets left. I mean, it's all this some butts in sport often is. But if they'd won there, then it would be very different. But they lost there. It looks as if they're going to lose here as well. 2-0 down with three to play. Not many teams come back from that position. But um, what we have seen today has been entertaining. England supporters will go home very happy. England just about there, you feel, or ve- or very close. Well, they just need, Unless, they need four hours' time, yeah. four hours of window through the weather to finish India off. Yeah. And uh, hopefully they'll do that tomorrow, Sunday. Three hours is going to be enough. We don't know if they're going to get three hours play, but if they do, then there'll probably be a result, and we'll talk to you at this time tomorrow. Join us then. Goodbye for now. Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.